I guess one of the things that um, that I was most uh, unaware of when I very, very first started was just the absolute amount of work that really genuinely goes into into brand development and community and growing and, and, and the growth online. You know, everybody, you look at online uh, success, and man, you see people with hundreds of thousands of views, hundreds of thousands of likes. And you're like, what is that secret sauce that they are putting in their content? Because <laughs> I don't understand what it is. But once you start really looking into it, it is consistency is the number one most important thing, I believe, to be the, the biggest part about it. Heroes are an inspiring group of people. Every one of them, from the larger-than-life comic book heroes you see on the big silver screen to the everyday heroes that let us live the privileged lives we do. Every hero has a story to tell. The doctor saving lives at your local hospital. The war veteran down the street who risked his lives for our freedom. The police officers and firefighters who risk their safety to ensure ours. Every hero is special and every story worth telling. But there is one class of heroes that I think is often ignored. The entrepreneur. The creator. The producer. The ones who look at the problems in this world and think to themselves, you know what? I can fix that. I can help people. And I can make a difference. Then they go out and do exactly that by creating a new product or introducing a new service. Some go on to change the world, others make a world of difference to their customers. Welcome to The Hero Show. Join us as we pull back the masks of the world's finest heropreneurs and learn the secrets to their powers, their success, and their influence. So you can use those secrets to attract more sales, make more money, and experience more freedom in your business. I'm your host, Richard Matthews, and we are on in three, two, one. So I want to talk a little bit about something more practical, right? So I have a section of our show, we call it the hero's tool belt, right? Maybe you got a big magical hammer like Thor or a bulletproof vest like uh, sure. your neighborhood police officer. Um, so specifically, this is more about like the tools that let you do what you do, right? So I think what would be interesting for my audience is like, what does it actually take to get online and stream something like that outside of the business stuff? Just like, like physically, what do you have to have to make that happen to actually get online and actually stream a video game? Sure. So, uh, so very, very basic level, pretty much to get online and start streaming, like a lot of, say, say you only have a console. If you have a PlayStation, you can stream, you can go and you can hit stream. You don't even have to have a microphone. You don't have to have a webcam. You can just hit stream. So very, very base level, you know, you need a, a PC, you need a console of some sort that allows for that streaming. However, if you want to say, if there's, if there's an audience out there that's listening that wants to actually get into like maybe doing it a little bit more professionally, there are, there are a, a ton of different areas that you need to start focusing in. Number one thing is obviously you need a strong PC to be able to play the games the that at a at a at a high uh, at a high like a uh, visual standard like visual quality visual quality needs to be up so you need to have a pc that is that is built to not only stream the game or play the games but also be able to stream it a lot of streamers a lot of the like big time professional streamers will have two pcs one will be dedicated for playing the game one will be dedicated for streaming and um, personally, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need that quite yet. And we only operate on a one PC standard. 
but um but there are uh, definitely a lot of streamers that do do a dual pc setup so you need that i think that the number one most important thing that you can have as a, as any sort of um entertainment is uh good microphones you need to have a yeah, good audio yeah. format. Say i've got my uh lapel mic yeah, that we're using for the show. Absolutely, <laughs> I like I like the lapel mic for sure, uh, and 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 I think that for me personally, whenever I listen to any any sort of audio format or I go into anybody's streams, that's always probably my number one thing that I focus in on is is how is the audio quality to it. I want to listen to I want to listen to something that's clear, you know, and yeah. So having having a good microphone set up, we operate with a Audio Technica AT2020 is is a really really good hundred dollar microphone that people can get. Um, and then you can operate your stream with or without a webcam. There are plenty of streamers out there that do a no cam stream. However, I think that having a camera in front of you adds to a lot of of that connection with your audience. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're trying to build that that brand connection that you're talking about. Right, exactly. Like for me, I have to have the camera on because <laughs> otherwise people are going to watch me like running into walls and stuff and <laughs> nobody wants to watch that. So I have to have a camera. Uh, on our channel, I have four cameras set up at any given time. So I have this for forward facing cam I have a back cam that is over my shoulder. I have a secondary cam for when we do live DJ sets. And then I have another camera that points down as an action cam on my DJ equipment. Like your mouse and keyboard and that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. That's fancy. Like I've just, I've just got the one camera. We do have a nice camera here. This is a, a, a Sony a6500 that I've got wired up as a webcam, but. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That, that's going to be, that, that's, oh, I'm so jealous right now. That's the, you have the 60, which, which one? The 6500. The 6500. And we use, we use a thing called the, uh, the Camlink 4K that uh -huh. you just take the HDMI feed out of the camera and stick it in as a USB and yes. it pops up as a webcam. And like, it looks really it's good, obviously. I mean, you can see the- Amazing. Uh, yeah, the, the, those Sony cameras, that's, that's like my next investment into the, uh, into the stream is- yeah, it's, it's just I just hard happened to have one because I'm a photographer. So sure. I was like, if I've got the camera, I might as well use it for my channel, right? You might as well <laughs> use it a thousand percent. And dude, the the eight, those Sony cameras are so nice. That's that's what I want. Next. Yeah, I want that. I want that one very, very, very badly. <laughs> right now, we're <laughs> we're working off of just a pure Logitech system. Right now, we have four Logitech different cams we have the 30 dollar webcam uh the the logitech c615 is a 30 dollar webcam yeah. and i stand behind that camera is such a good like low price quality camera i think that a lot of people if, if, yeah. if they're getting into streaming a lot of people will get the the 920 series yeah i have and, one of those too right right and those are around like a hundred dollars but I genuinely feel that the the thirty dollars C six fifteen it's an older, but man, it it has the exact same quality. It's so nice for only yeah. thirty dollars. It, it cracks me up too because like I I have the the Logitech C nine twenty or whatever it is, and it's like a hundred dollar thing, and it's it's pretty good. It's like eighty percent there as far as like the quality difference between the Sony that I'm using mm -hmm. and that one. Um, right. I was like, but the Sony 
is a $1,500 camera. It's got a $400 or $800 lens attached to it. And then it's plugged into a $300 little device that, you know, switches the HDMI into USB. I'm right. like, so we're talking like, like $2,300 or $2,400 just to get this picture for like what amounts to a 20% increase in quality. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's the hardest part, right? <laughs> is justifying like it luckily that you had the equipment prior to doing yeah, it like, right now. I, I had all that. The only thing I bought was the cam link. I was like, hey, if I get a cam link, I can just use my already existing photography this equipment too. <laughs> I can just get this. Yeah. yeah just so one little thing. We have a we have a capture card as well. That's how I'm able to play games off of like a PlayStation. Um, I'm able to plug in a secondary laptop to it so that people can see the DJ uh, software running on a separate computer. Um, but I mean, the, <laughs> I don't know if everybody has a similar setup, but I genuinely have, I, I, you know, I come from a music background. And so having good, like having a good audio, like uh, interface is, is very important as well. So audio interface. So how do you switch your camera feeds live? I have what's called a stream deck from Elgato. They okay, uh, yeah, I've actually I've seen that. Yeah, so it's just a um, it's just a scene selection hotkey button tool that you see in a lot of production. It's it's basically so, the exact same. So you thing. have you have the four cameras, and then you have your screen that you're sharing as well. So you have like five different streams that you could pop up onto your screen at any given time. Exactly. Yeah, we have. Um, I, I'm not going to open it up because it'll turn off my thing. But at any given time, I have, like, I'm looking at the stream deck right now, and I have a an Oase, an Oase screen, my intro video, a screen that just is a screen capture with a voice over top of it. So if I'm, like, showing you how to do graphic design, we can just go straight into that and just show you that screen. Then we have our just chatting screen. We have the the shared screen where it has me in it included into mm -hmm. the screen capture. I have one for the PlayStation. We have, I mean, there 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 are many different scenes that you can create on your. Also, so I guess that's the other really important aspect is having the program to allow for streaming, and that is uh, utilizing a, a program either OBS. XSplit. Yeah. Personally, we use Streamlabs, OBS, or Slobs. Mm -hmm. And um, so you have to have that that interface in between you to be able to get. And then do you, do you have to put a lot of uh, thought and effort into lighting as well? Like, it's like, I've just got one light that I use here. And then we have a window on the other side here that lights up, you know, the, sure. the other side. Yeah, we have, uh, I have uh, several different lighting setups. I have this, I don't know, you see this cam, I have a uh, controller here. I have different lighting that I have set up for it just to allow, uh, we have a green screen behind us. We just barely started incorporating the green screen and being able to alpha channel your green screen, you have to have, uh, you have to have it lit pretty well. So I have a ring light, a ring led light that is pointed towards me. Then I have, uh, two led floodlights set up one behind me to illuminate the the backside of the backdrop the yeah and then one in front of me to provide a little bit more uh facial light and allows for the the camera to capture a little bit more of a smooth that's that's one of the big uh, drawbacks of having like just a webcam 
is that you need a lot of light for it to capture without being choppy or having a low frame rate capture. Yeah, that's and, that's probably my favorite thing of the Sony camera here is like it could be dark in here and it'll still uh, pick up and so smooth. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. You're it's making buttery me really and creamy. Want to get on uh, Amazon and more, make an order really quick. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> buy one of those those uh, A6500s. It's gosh, wonderful. I went on this podcast and it cost me like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> I got a camera. <laughs> well, <out of> lucky, it, <laughs> luckily, luckily, the they just released the new version of whatever this camera is, so the uh -huh. price dropped on this one like five hundred bucks. Oh wow, that's not bad at all, for sure. I'll, yeah, I think it's down to like eleven hundred or maybe nine hundred now instead of sixteen hundred. All right, perfect. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we'll just have to make a donation goal then. <laughs> uh, that's actually yeah. that's actually a, a curious question. Is like, can you do you do things like that where you're like, hey, I need to get this new piece of equipment. Here's our do do you know set up donation goal. We're going to run a contest or something like that. Do you guys do things like that? Um, we. I try to kind of stay away from asking the audience to help with providing for the production. Um, but we do, yeah, we do offer uh, contests. You know, we did for our, when I very, very first started out for our first hundred followers, we did a, we did a big giveaway. We have merchandise as well. That's, that's another area of it is, is creating merchandise has been a really, really uh, big, ex uh, awesome experience for me. And um, so we did a big giveaway for that. And I try to utilize, uh, utilize those kinds of things like contests and, and, and those, those goals more based around the channel's growth is I, I, I find it more yeah. important to get more people in than, than necessarily provide a monetary value for it uh, in a way of like competition sort of sort of way i, I i'm sense. able to provide for the channel enough um that right now my biggest focus is getting community growth. and growth exactly so but you can you know you you can absolutely i do we do have like a we have a wish list command in the chat so you can go and see what's all on my Amazon wish list. People can go and take a look at that. You can look at what games there are on a wish list. So, I mean, that's the thing is that you find is that, or that I've found at least is the generosity within this community is absolutely astounding because you know, we, we were able to do that. Like I, I've had several games purchased by the community just because we had mentioned it and was, we're like, this would be a really fun game. And somebody was like, that would be a really fun game. Let here you go. Let's play that. Then buy it for you. And then you guys can use it in the community. That's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so my next question for you is about your own personal heroes, right? So Frodo had Gandalf, Luke had Obi-Wan Kobe, Robert Kiyosaki, who we mentioned already had his rich dad. Who were some of your heroes? Were they uh, real life mentors, speakers, authors, peers who were a couple of years ahead of you in the streaming community? And how important were they to what you've accomplished so far with Eureka Fresh? Sure. So um, a lot of my, um, I mean, a lot of my background as far as, as like me as a, as a person and uh, how I conduct myself business wise and, and, and 
where I find importance in, in people development and culture and everything like that comes from, uh, I used to work retail and I had a district manager, uh, his name was Jesse Higgins and he was a very, very, very strong leader. He taught me a, a lot of things about how to be, uh, in a leading position, um, how to be a forward facing, uh, person that people can turn to as far as as a leader you know and and what it means to uh to create that kind of sense of leadership around people so i took I, I took a lot of inspiration from him but as far as like streaming wise goes the the biggest inspiration that i had is a is a professional uh uh esports athlete and professional streamer he goes by the name of tsm vis or, or just this his handle is tsm this because he uh, was associated with the esports team tsm um so I, I i don't know about how much how, how aware you or maybe some audience are of the the streaming world but there is a professional streamer out there that goes by the name of dr disrespect he's probably one <laughs> of the top most uh, popular streamers out there, hands down. He's he has the he has the biggest one of the biggest followings. He's up there with like Ninja, and um and those kind of like household streaming names. As Doctor Disrespect has been, uh, uh has been kind of a, a big name in the streaming world for a really 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 long time. And I started watching him, and I got a lot of inspiration from him as far as how he conducts himself as creating this character, Dr. Disrespect, you know, I think that it was just, it's a stroke of pure genius that this guy is able to create this character and have this self-awareness of it and, and really lean into it very, very heavily where, you know, he's going to basketball games as the character, Dr. Disrespect. And he's being like, he's able to embody that character so heavily. And that's kind of where I started with that. The captain Eureka Fresh is like the backstory of the channel is that I am a space pilot captain out in space who has decided to quit my job and to just become a streamer. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. And, and so I leaned really, really heavily into that because I watched, uh, I watched just Dr. Disrespect and I, I found that that was very, very, uh, I thought that that was a very ingenious way of being able to separate yourself and your content. And, and I watched him, but he's very, his name is Dr. Disrespect. He's very toxic. He's very, you know, he's, he's, he's a very uh, outlandish type character. Yeah. And he was playing a lot with this, with this streamer TSM Vis. And I, I just saw the way that he conducted himself while watching Dr. Disrespect. And I, I, I went over and I was like, who is this TSM Vis? I want to see what he's like. And uh, I went over and started watching him. And it was then when I realized what, what powers there were within building a strong, tight-knit, positive community was that, yes, Doctor's Disrespect has tens of thousands of viewers at any given moment. TSM Vis has thousands of viewers, so uh, quite a quite a decrease in viewership. However, 
man, has that guy really, really cultivated a very, very strong uh, uh, community in that. As soon as I got into that, uh, into that chat, I was immediately greeted by his moderators of the channel. I was immediately welcomed into it. I was immediately, you know, brought into conversations. You know, I didn't feel like I was getting like drowned out in conversations because you have thousands of viewers commenting, you know, you yeah, can, yeah, you can get lost in that. And, uh, you know, he's, he was able to, you know, still, he still makes, uh, uh, makes it a point to, you know, appreciate his, his viewers, uh, donations, subs, bits, any of that. He's sure to, um, excuse me, is, is to uh, acknowledge that. But it's the community that he's built around that that I, w I found so drawing. And I was at a point in my life where I, I really, really needed that sense of community. I really needed some, some areas. Because I, 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 my, my outside work away from streaming is that I, I, I work at a data center. Um, and those are pretty lonely places to work. There's Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. If anybody's ever seen uh, Silicon Valley you know, those data center halls that they get thrown into where people get lost in, <laughs> that's exactly how it is. And so finding that sense of community within, within his channel really was the thing that inspired me to be like, you know what, I think that I have what it takes to be entertaining and I have an idea of what it takes to be a leader and I understand what building culture is let's do this and let's try to emulate this in a way to provide other people that that space where they can come in and feel a part of something yeah that's really interesting too so like there's there's two things i want to pull out of that for our listenership here one of them is how important having a distinct personality is to building a brand um, and it's something that we talk about frequently. It's one of the reasons why we actually structure this show the way that we do, right? Is, uh, is, is we're talking about your distinct personality. Mm -hmm. um, and it's based off of Marvel superheroes, like how they actually build a, build a superhero character, right? right. Where you have, have origin story, superpower, fatal flaw, common enemy, driving force, you know, that kind of stuff. That is, those six things are what um, Marvel uses to build each one of their characters. And um, when it comes to building, you know, a streaming character like someone who's on there you're actually building and then leading into that character and you see that in the business world a lot with like the people that, that we build courses for is we have to we have to help them build a character that people connect to sure. right um and it's not always a, an exact you know version of yourself right it's not the person right. that you, you live every day like it's it's the person that you present to your audience yeah. um <clears throat> that's and huge. like in our yeah, in our space, one of the big, uh, big marketers is uh, um, a guy by the name of uh, Dan Kennedy, right? And Dan Kennedy is renowned really well for his, uh, his direct response marketing stuff. And um, years and years and years and years ago, when he really got started, he got known as, you know, the no, no BS, right? The no bullshit guy. Sure. And he's leaned into that personality his whole life. Right. Um, and it's funny because he's he's his personality is very gruff and it's very no bullshit for his writing and his teaching and his education style. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, if you meet him in person, he's the nicest guy you'd ever meet. Right. Super it's nice. part of the uh, yeah, it's the personality that he portrays to get his message across. Um, and so that's an important aspect of you know building a business is you have that personality um, and you have to develop it and sort of lean into it. 
um, which, you know, Very some of much. us have a hard time doing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And it can be hard. It can be hard to, you know, it, it's, it's an uncomfortable thing. And, and uh, is something that <laughs> I talk about this a lot. So if any, any of like my viewers are listening to this, <laughs> they're like, oh my gosh, he's talking about this again. But one of my biggest tenants that I have always kind of talked about is, and, and, and I, I developed this, this strategy when I worked in the retail space, you know, I was working with kids that it was their first job, you know, it's their first time being out in, in a forward facing environment towards customers. And, you know, public speaking is genuinely one of the hardest things for people to get over. But I like, I, I want to write a book about it for sure. I think that it's very, very important, yeah. but one of the, so if I did one of the chapters would be titled controlling the awkwardness is huge. If you can control the awkwardness, you'll never feel awkward. And I think that that is, yeah. what has really helped me be able to lean into that space. And, you know, it's like, be that so like in in that in in that lesson the the basic tenets is to to be that person that goes out and 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 makes eye contact with somebody when you're talking to them makes the first move of greeting somebody uh, uh offering the handshake first being really just being actively conscious of being that person that is controlling the situation because, you know, you, you you feel awkward all the time. There's always those moments you, you're walking down the hall. Somebody turns down the hall. You're in the same lane of each other. You do the oh, 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 back and forth. I don't know which way to yeah. go. No, be that person to decide, okay, I'm going this way. You go that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same thing with driving when there's four people at the stop sign and they're all waiting for their person. Be the person to drive. Be right? the Just person. Make it happen. To, exactly. Be the person to go. So I think that that, I, that is one of my one lesson that I think that everybody should kind of look at as far as leaning into something like a yeah leaning into your personality and what's interesting too is like you you know like I I imagine Dr. Disrespect is probably a very made-up character persona but you don't have to make up your persona or your character right sometimes you just have to to caricature your own personality right like you you take you take the things that are the best about you or whatever um or maybe even the worst about you and you amplify them a little bit right because it's that amplification it's that amplification that allows you to create that persona right and i know like if you've ever read any of these books from uh, some of the professional athletes right they talk about they have the the persona that they step into when they get on the court right and it's like you know i i I believe it was michael jordan actually talked about that it's like i you know, he, he's got his Michael Jordan that he is normally, and then he's got his Michael Jordan that he is on the court. And that guy is the world's best basketball player. And mm-hmm. so he steps into the persona of I am the world's best basketball player, and then he plays that way, right? He exactly. plays that character, right? Um, and what it's like, that's actually his reality, right? He actually was the world's best basketball player, but a lot of successful people have the character they step into when they get into the game, whatever their game right. is, right? And so for you, you're talking about like my game is literally video games and I'm creating a community here. you have the personality you have to step into when you get on camera. Exactly. And, 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 and I mean, it's kind of like you have to, you have to really uh, think of it like acting, but you're playing yourself. 
<laughs> is like, yeah. I'm going on and I am, I, I am going to play myself for everybody to see like how I yeah. think that and you're going to play the best version see. of yourself. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not just going to be like, uh, just me just hanging out just like hey what's up everybody how's it you know I'm gonna be like yo what's up everybody how's it going out there on planet earth you know I'm doing stuff like that where you're amplifying stuff and like you said yeah. and and really just kind of uh, understanding that you know you are you are the business you are what people are coming to you are the you are everything you're you're everything within the the creation of whatever it is you're doing whether yeah. you're starting up a bakery whether you're you know doing an online uh, accounting firm you know you are that person and you have to really be yeah you have to uh, step that. up and provide you have to provide the energy for for the room so to speak Right. And I was like, I know, you know, I, I have to do that at my company. I don't have, I've only got a uh, four staff members, right. Myself and three other people. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have to show up and be the best me. Right. And exactly. that, that, um, that's what, uh, what energizes the whole team. Right. And CEOs do that all the time. You know, your athletes, the star athlete on the team does that all the time. You as, you know, the, the leader of the community, you have to step up and you have to be the energy for the community because the community is not going to do it for you. No, no, exactly. Nobody's going to like, come and are going to do your job for you basically it's like yeah and, yeah and and that's where that that controlling that awkwardness that really comes into play is that yeah you have to be that person to really step up and 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 show yourself off and it's a sense of of confidence that you have within your own abilities you know i think that i think that that's where a lot of people kind of uh, falter and where a lot of failure points come into play is just a lack of confidence in, in what you're doing and what you're talking about um, in yourself, you know, and you have to do a lot of kind of inward, inward looking and understanding, you know, like what is it that is holding me back? You know, is it, you know, I was speaking with somebody that is, is trying to do content creation and, and I was, I was talking to them, asking them questions about it. And, I was told that they, you know, they, and I hear this everywhere, you know, a lot of, a lot of content creators will say that they don't like the sound of their voice. They don't like, they don't like hearing themselves. A lot of people have a struggle with that. Nobody likes to hear what they sound like. However, yeah. get comfortable with it. Listen to it. Listen to it over and over. Like I, every, when I very, very first started streaming, the second that I got off of the stream, I would, I would, I would, I would get up, I would stretch, and then I'd come and sit back down and watch all four to five hours of the stream immediately afterwards. I would, obviously I'd be doing other work and stuff, but I was watching and I was listening and I was, I was making sure that I was seeing, you know, oh shoot, I missed this person's comment and then they didn't comment for another 10 minutes or so. So I have to really make sure that, okay, I need to, next time I need to pay attention to that person or, or be sure that I'm, 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 I'm talking to people. And as we grow that, you know, those, those change, you know, but when I was very, very first starting out, we had three people in the chat, you know, there was only a couple, couple people watching at a time. And it was like, man, you missed that. And they didn't talk. Oof. 
okay, what are we doing to change <laughs> that? You know, what are we doing to to yeah. make sure that we're out there to actually develop that community? Right. So yeah, exactly. I have. Uh, I want to bring it home for our listeners and talk about your guiding principles, right? So, top one or two principles or actions that you put into practice every day in your business that you think contribute to the success and influence you've enjoyed with uh, Eureka Fresh. Maybe something you wish you'd known when you first started out. Oh man, something that I like, something that's driving, or yeah, something that you that you you sort of put into practice every day that you think is really helping you guys grow and do what you do. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I guess one of the things that um that I was most uh, unaware of when I very very first started was um just the absolute amount of work that really genuinely goes into into brand development and community and growing and 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 the growth online you know everybody you look at online uh success and man you see people with hundreds of thousands of views hundreds of thousands of likes and you're like, what is that secret sauce that they are putting in their content? Because <laughs> I, yeah. I don't understand what it is. But once you start really looking into it, and is 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 uh, the the thing that I have found is just the consistency is the number one most important thing I believe to be the the biggest part about it. And and I talk about this a lot when I do. When I do streams where we're talking, because we do what's called late night create night on Saturdays, and and we do a bunch of different things. I I taught people yeah. how to DJ, how to paint, how to do this stuff. But one of the biggest things was we were talking about is like for up and coming streamers or for other small streamers or other affiliates that are trying to grow, is that that idea of consistency is so important within brand development. And, and, and there's a lot of areas of it. And a lot of people kind of get that misconstrued with constant. Consistency doesn't mean constantly. That, that's, that's, not, that's not what it means. A lot of people think, oh man, I've just got to hit go live every single day for as many hours as my eyes can absolutely stand to watch a screen. And that's not it. No, <laughs> that's, that's not it. It's, it's, it's setting setting yourself up for success if you can if you can only if you can only like promise your viewers that you will be there one day a week because maybe you have work maybe you have you know your kids at home but you know that every thursday i have this amount of time then make that your day that you stream every week don't change it if you can only do one day that is better than you doing sporadically streaming like, oh, now I'm streaming at 10 a.m. Oh, now it's like 4 p.m. Now I can do it at midnight. You know, you have to really set yourself up for consistent, uh, consistent success in, in, in a lot of areas. Like, like for, for instance, with, with like booking the show, you know, there was, there was Tuesday slots, there were Thursday slots, you know, it's not like pick any time, you know, you have to have a structure <laughs> within your within your whatever it is that you're doing you know you're a business yeah you open at 9 a.m to 5 p.m monday through friday you are open all of those days every so your customers know 
they can come and see you then. And that was that was the big thing that I I I, I implemented. Yeah, it's actually always. it's one of the things that we talk about my uh, my clients all the time um, is when they're getting ready to start a show that you know like I'll I'll have people who are like they'll get all gung ho about it and they're like oh I'm gonna start a podcast and I'm gonna do a live you know I'm gonna do a, a recording every single day for the rest of the year and I'm like. Um, you know, even if it's only 10 minutes or it's like a five minute thing they're going to do every morning with their coffee. And I'm like, you can do that if you want to consistently do it. Right. But if you're going to do it every day for three weeks and then stop and then start up again a couple of weeks later and then stop, and then you're going to do it for, you know, everyone's smile, like that's not going to work. So like what I tell all of my clients, I was like the easiest thing to do, um, especially for the type of content we're doing, most of our content's not live is, is do a weekly show, right. Mm -hmm. Batch recorded at the beginning of the month. Right. So you record four or five episodes a month, how many weeks there are in the, in the month, can. one day, get them in the can, you can get them all processed and done, and then consistently put them out every Monday, eight o'clock, right, or yeah. every Thursday, at four o'clock, whatever it is. So your audience starts to expect and know that that stuff is coming every single Thursday at eight o'clock. And you, that consistency thing. is what really nails it. And that'll grow faster than you inconsistently doing it every day. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And then you getting burnt out, you know, that's, that's a big thing yeah. is the burnout is very, very, uh, 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 that's, the, that's what will kill any sort of small business is, man, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that. <laughs> yeah, because that doesn't sound, right now, that doesn't sound bad. I can record something every morning with coffee. I can, I can record something. I can write something up every morning. For 10 minutes that's not bad but you do that for a year <laughs> and whoa now you're like yeah i am going to scratch my eyes out <laughs> if i have to do this another time yeah and especially especially when you realize that even if it's only 10 minutes of content you have to 10x that amount of time in order to get that content published and distributed and promoted exactly. and like done properly right and yeah. edited right so you're not talking 10 minutes you're talking an hour every single day or more an hour or two hours every day or more to get that 10 minute stuff out every day so right. it's it's a lot easier to like be nice to yourself. You can still grow a channel, exactly. grow a thing with with be an hour nice or two hours yourself. worth of content a week, <laughs> and and you can still feed yourself. Yeah, I I love that because it's like man, uh, I like recoiled like physically when you were saying that you have clients that are saying that they want to do that kind of. I was like, oh god, <laughs> that poor person. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I had I don't do that. I, I specifically had had a client that was like, we're gonna go full tilt on YouTube, and I'm gonna create, um, you know, three videos a week every week, and I was like. I don't think you should do that. Whoa. And, and, and they were like, why not? And I was like, because it's like, you're looking at like the, you know, that you're looking at these other streamers, these other YouTubers um, that are doing that. Mm-hmm. And they built up to that, right? They have exactly. staff, right? They, they have, have staff. they have people that are helping them do that. Yeah, they have they have a dearth of or not a dearth. They have like an excess of content that they can pull from at any given yeah. time. Like that's the thing is Yeah, like, like one of what was that? One of my uh I say like one of my favorite podcasters, um he does political commentary and he does a daily show, right? And they actually do multiple daily shows now. But he's got 25 people on his staff. Right? Huh. Like <laughs> he's got researchers and writers yeah. and video editors and like the whole bit, right? Like there, it's great. a whole thing. It's you a, you can do that easily then <laughs> you got 25 yeah. people. You could so, easily put out three episodes a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And they put out, they put out an episode every day. 
So, oh my God, dude, that's, that's insane. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that's so, that's such, that's, yeah. And that's the thing is that I just don't think that a lot of people understand that, that side of the content creation is that it really, yeah. you really have to give yourself time to do it. Like I've been, I've been operating this entire thing for by myself as far as the creation side of goes i i do have a lot of help within like the community and and stuff like that i have moderators really really help with yeah. that and gosh I, i'm so grateful for the work that they do and and they just voluntarily do it which is absolutely amazing so i try to give back to them as much as possible but we are starting to get to the point where i am looking to get somebody that is a dedicated video editor like i've edited every single bit of everything i've done all of our graphic design every bit is all done in-house and i'm just barely starting getting to the point where i'm looking towards you know maybe adding somebody to the roster that i can you know throw some bucks at help support my biggest thing is trying to support other local uh, 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 other you know, small time businesses in any way that I possibly can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's that, it's that consistency, but not, not being mean to yourself for sure. I like that a lot. <laughs> right. So consistency is the guiding principle, yes, um, which is really awesome. So that basically wraps up our interview. Thank you so much for coming on. I've got one last thing we do with all of our guests. It's really simple. Awesome. I call it the hero's challenge. And the hero's challenge is basically this. Do you have someone in your network that you think has a cool entrepreneurial story? Who are they? First names are fine if you don't have their permission to share. And why do you think they should come share their story on our show? Hmm, another, uh, another person on the show. Hmm. As far as like content creator wise goes, Either anything, right? So any business owners that you're associated with, entrepreneurs, or if you have connections with other content creators, I'd love to feature more uh, content creators like you on the show. So if you have someone that you have in your network, that would be cool. Um, sure. You know, I think that um, I think that a really, really awesome area to to kind of start leaning or looking towards is is the uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, it's a it's a role that goes a kind of parallel with streamers and it's a very 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 important part of streaming culture and that is the artists that um that help provide things like emotes for channels and and like for for us you know one of my biggest things is that i talked about is the merchandise and all of the merchandise that mm -hmm. we have is is from is has artwork from um a, a a bunch of local artists um and so i i try to really really focus on supporting um supporting artwork supporting artists around there um specifically there is an artist that i don't know if she would be down to do it but she goes by ashori art on instagram okay. she's done all of our artwork as far as all of our emotes um, she's done our artwork for several of our, of our t-shirt designs. Um, and just kind of looking, if you go on, if you look on Twitter and you start looking in the streaming culture, there are so many in 
incredibly talented artists out there that I think would be an awesome, uh, uh, awesome facet to kind of start looking into as far as getting them a, a space to, to, to promote themselves. Because man, art is one of those things that just people do not respect the power of artwork, especially in the graphic design world coming from a graphic designer myself yeah. is that it's like, man, people don't want to pay for one of the most important things. And that is your visual media. People want it for free and think that because you enjoy being drawing and that you enjoy being an artist, that you'll just do it for free. But that's not the case. So and you don't need so, to eat, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no. You can get paid in exposure bucks and those will pay the bills <laughs> a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. You've always you've always been to you know Walmart always takes exposure bucks to buy groceries, right? Oh my gosh, that's what that EBT stands for. <laughs> exposure bucks. <laughs> yeah. Exposure bucks. Transactions. <laughs> Transactions. Exactly. There we go. We just made that's that up on I the get, spot. That's how I get my groceries every week. <laughs> but no, I think that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like, you just have to come in with your viewer count, right? If you got your viewer count, right, the number of likes you got on your art, you know, you can just bring yeah, that right in. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that sounds like the best ever. <laughs> I'm going to be poor though. <laughs> but no, I think that I think that awesome. reaching out so, to some artists like that. Um, her name's Ashlyn. She's she's an awesome artist. Um, and, and and but I mean there are there are there are thousands of artists out there that are that are struggling to yeah, well, get out there, and I think would be an awesome place to kind of talk about that. We'll see, we'll see what we can do about getting Ashlyn onto the show. We'll. Uh, We'll uh, reach out afterwards, see if we can get contact details from you. Sure. Um, so at that point, that's, uh, it, I think, wraps up our interview. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Uh, it's been excellent talking to you. Such a cool, interesting business to be in. Um, yeah. So at this point, what I want to find out is uh, where can people find you if they are interested in watching you stream or being a part of the community that you're in and then i guess more importantly who are the kinds of people that you seem to find in your community that you know that they don't know about you and they might be interested in like either themselves or their children coming and watching your show um who are, who are those those people sure sure so um so yeah you can follow me over first of all uh come over check out the show over at twitch.tv slash eureka fresh we stream every tuesday wednesday thursday starting at 8 p.m eastern standard time Saturday starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our late night create nights and uh, late night leftovers show. Um, you can follow me over there. You can follow us over on YouTube, youtube.com slash Eureka Fresh. I'm at Eureka Fresh on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter is probably the most uh, uh, prevalent one. And um, so, yeah, if you want to stay in touch, come and follow me over there for sure. And then um, just a, are you saying just do a shout out to all of the to some people? Yeah, it's like who, who are the uh, who are the types of people like if in our audience that are going to say, you know, stand up and be like, yeah, that's the kind of sh this show I'd like to watch. You know, do you have like a, a common thread of the type of people that end up in your community? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if and this is just, yeah, a welcome uh, invitation to to anybody out there, if you are somebody that is out there looking for a, a, a positive group of people to, uh, to spend your time with, if you want to, uh, you, you know, have that sense of community, if you're looking for, 
if you're looking for a positive light in the in the darkness of social media out there, you know, we we really, really, really welcome anybody out there that is looking for that sort of kinship, uh, friendship, uh, wolf pack type mentality. You know, anybody out there that is 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 looking to have a good time and and make some friends along the way, we welcome you on board the SAS Eureka in space, your safe place in space, anytime. Awesome! Thank you so very much for coming on, Carson. Um, oh, thank you. I've uh, again, I've uh, really enjoyed our conversation and look forward to uh, to seeing what you're doing. I might uh, I might go and subscribe my son to your channel so we can watch some <laughs> of what's going on. Awesome, for sure. Yeah, I'd absolutely appreciate that. Yeah, if there's a if if you if you have anything, let me know for sure. And thank you so much for the opportunity to come on here and talk with you. And 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 hopefully, you know, we've provided some information to some of your listeners out there that may be excited about getting into the streaming community. Give them a little bit of insight into what it takes to be a content awesome. creator. So that basically wraps up the interview. Do you have any final words of wisdom before I hit that uh, stop record button? <laughs> you know what? Just everybody out there, stay positive. Don't forget to love yourselves and 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 be positive out there. That is that's what we need in this world. And, and whatever you can do to do that is very very important now. So thank you so much, and thank you for providing this for for myself and for all of the viewers out there listening. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you very much, Carson. We really appreciate it. Thanks.